0: Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. Today's show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and making sure you can make it through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance, They're the authors of several successful books about financial planning. Most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. Here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed this is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Dan and Jim. And before we get into our topic today, Jim, which is, are the listeners really getting the seven things most retirees want for their money? Let's just talk a little bit about what happened this weekend. You know, anything go on at home?
2: You know, it was very interesting because, as we all know, we've gotten a phenomenal amount of snow this uh, year. Um, I happen to have a cabin up in Tahoe, and I tried to get up there, but, you know, I got to Auburn, and I turned around because it was going to be too far to get up there. And when you have a cabin like that up there, and it snows so much, you're always worried about something going on. You know, the snow falling off the roof, and it comes down in an ice pack, and it slips and uh, hits the window, or there's a flood. There's always something you're concerned about. But uh, I have ring cameras up there, and it's really— I've owned that house up there for four years now, and there's never been so much snow. I look out the ring cameras— And one side of the house is about five feet up above the ground at the windowsill. I actually can't see 10 feet up. Uh, You can't see anything. So, I mean, the snowpack is, so far, I believe in January, we've gotten almost 15 feet of snow up there.
1: So, just like all the pictures are showing on the weather forecast on TV, we're seeing the mess that actually happens. Well, you know, I I can tell you one thing that retires do not want from their money, and that is they do not want a live squirrel in their TV cabinet in their living room. (laughs) We heard this weird noise, and I think because of all the rain, it's chased the animals inside side houses and stuff, and we hear scratching, and we hear, ee, e, e, you know, the weird noises that squirrels make, and we look in through the glass cabinet, and there's a squirrel looking right back at us, <laughs> so we open it, try to get it to go back through, we saw there was a little hole, and it ran out through the crack and ran around the whole house, jumped on the cabinets, went everywhere, and somehow, somehow, you know, how my wife and my nephew got the dumb squirrel to run out the sliding glass door
2: (laughs) good thing the kids weren't young they'd be freaked out the
1: dogs were so so that's one thing retirees don't want from their money so so let's talk about then some of the things that studies have shown that retirees want from the money and then let's discuss you know are they really getting these things number one i think one of the biggest fears people have is that they're going to run out of money during their during their lifetime while they're living so retirees want to guarantee that they won't run out of money for as long as they live well How are they getting that, and are they getting that right now if that's one of their biggest fears?
2: You know, Dan, you mentioned guarantee, and everybody uses that word, I want to guarantee I won't run out of money, but they don't know how to implement a plan that will guarantee they won't run out of money. And you have to look at all the different types of financial instruments that are actually designed for baby boomers. There are very specific products out there for you and I that are getting to an age where you want to retire or you retire. Hey, hey,
1: hey, (laughs) hey, don't be be telling them our ages.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the net of it is is that you can get guaranteed income but you have to open up the treasure chest and determine how that product's going to work inside of your overall portfolio design Well and you know when we think about it, what is the biggest worry people
1: have right when they're getting to retire or when they get ready to retire? And that is where are they going to get that dependable monthly income from to replace the paychecks that they were getting every week, every two weeks, every month while they were working because they knew if all they did was work, they were going to get that income. They work, the income comes in. They have sick leave, the income comes in. Um, They have vacation time, the income comes in. So they're used to the income coming in and now they're worried how not only am I going to get and create that income but is it going to be guaranteed that i'm not going to run out so if you have a pension such as public employees retirement state teachers retirement um, some of the big um, companies merck etc they have pensions that'll pay you a monthly income for as long as you live but if you don't if you have a 401k you now have to use your 401k your iras your brokerage accounts your bank accounts to create income that won't run out and it's very, very difficult for people to figure that out. There's some strategies, as you alluded to earlier, Um, you can use some of the big insurance companies, A&A Plus Rated Insurance Carriers, let's say they've been around since before the Great Depression, and you can actually have them guarantee that no matter what happens in the market, no matter what happens with how long you live, they will pay you income for as long as you live, and it's pretty much what everybody wants, they just don't know what to look for and how to find it.
2: The problem is, Danny, is those those type of products, you know, there's certain types of annuities that do that, and when you mention the word annuity, the hair goes up on the back of everybody's neck because there's so much false information out there behind them or there's so many products that um, they get very, very confusing. And again, getting back to your your thought process here, do you want guaranteed income or do you want income that's coming off your portfolio? Well,
1: think about it. If someone wants to guarantee they're not going to run out of money for as long as they live. There's not many choices at all. No. You don't have a choice. So it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you like. It doesn't matter what any of these words mean to you. You have to find a solution that's going to give you income that's going to be paid every month for as long as you live, regardless of the markets, exactly. regardless of how long you live.
2: Yeah, you don't put all your money there. All you do is that you, you design a budget, figure out how much guaranteed income you have with Social Security, and if you're lucky enough, you have a pension. And then the balance, you can say, okay, do I want the rest of the money coming in to maintain my budget inflation to be guaranteed? Or do you want it to be not guaranteed? That's your choice.
1: Well, think about it. Let's say you're married. And let's say right now you're driving around in your car and you're with your spouse or not. But just think about it. If you were having this discussion with your spouse and said, okay, honey, would you rather have our income to be maybe income that could be there next month, might not be there, could go up, could go down, could stop, or would you rather our income come to us every month minimum the same amount every month for as long as we live. Your spouse is gonna say, I want the guarantee, no matter what, everybody yeah. wants the guarantee. It's just, they don't know how to get it, and then once they find out how to get it, they wanna make sure it is the best option for them.
2: Yeah, and, and you're not giving up the potential upside of the of the money that you put into the annuity either, because with various types of annuities, you also get the ability to make money off your money if you market goes up in any given year. So you're not giving up the, the growth of it, what you're doing is giving up the risk of not having an income in retirement, And again, uh, this is up to the clients. Uh, Do you want a portion of your income to be guaranteed or not?
1: Well, think about it. Last year, the S&P dropped almost 20%. The NASDAQ dropped almost 35%. If you have our assets in those types of volatile, large potential loss types of portfolios, How can we guarantee we won't run out of money? And the answer is you can't. It's impossible. Mathematically, you cannot guarantee you won't run out of money. So it's okay to have some money there, but the money you need to create income, you better make sure that you have a guarantee that that asset will provide you income for as long as you live because what if you have a portfolio right now, Jim, and and we've seen clients come in that weren't our clients and they said, hey, give us a second opinion. And they had like a million dollars in their portfolio and they're taking out $80,000 a year. Now they've lost 20% last year. What's going to happen to them? They're going to go
2: broke. I I shouldn't say broke. They're going to run out of money. I should put it that way. That's going broke. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, they still have their house and their assets, but they don't have any income, right? Exactly. So the net of it is, yes, um, you are in big trouble. Even if you took out four or 5%, in income, and the market's down 15 to 30 percent, depending on how you're positioned. Let's say you're down 20, you now have taken out 24, 25 percent. If you had a million dollars, you're down to 750,000. And if this continues, and there's no, there's no indication this is not going to continue for a while with the volatility we've seen in the markets, you're going to have very stressful nights. The thing
1: about every single retiree or person getting ready to retire right now, they save their money for one specific purpose, and that was to be able to use that pile of money once they retired for income that would last for as long as they live and would enhance their lifestyle so they didn't have to worry about creating monthly dependable income.
2: Yeah, the beauty of it, let's just take that same example, Dan. Let's say you had a million dollars, and let's say you position your money correctly uh, in retirement, which a lot of people don't know how to do that, but let's say, assume you did. And let's say a portion of your money was in the guaranteed product, and the market's down 20% plus this year. Well, you didn't lose any money on that portion. The other portion is divided between cash and other types of financial instruments and money in the market with risk control in place. You might be down 4 or 5 or 6% if you've done it correctly. You you look at the overall. Portfolio, since half the portfolio had no risk in my example, you're down two, three, or four percent. You're not down 15, 18, or 20
1: percent. So, you just said it perfectly. You know, how does someone now get the number one thing retirees want to happen for their money, and that is income that won't run out? Well, it's to make sure you do allocate your assets into these different buckets, you don't have it all into the same bucket, but you better make sure one of those buckets, if you need income, provides you guaranteed income that will last for as long as you live, regardless of market volatility, regardless of losses, regardless of how long you live. Even if you run out of money in that account, you better make sure that income portion is going to continue to be paid to you for as long as you live. And we want to make sure if any of you are worried about how to create income that won't run out for as long as you live, make sure to listen to the next offer we have coming up and also stay tuned for the rest of the show.
3: During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap.
4: Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list, Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries.
3: If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money.
0: You're listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group.
1: Welcome back. We just talked about earlier in the first segment, Jim, um, some of the things that retirees want from their money. There are seven main things. And the number one thing is they want to guarantee they won't run out of money for as long as they live. Um, Kind of feels like we're not going to run out of rain for the rest of our lives because of how much we've been getting and how much snow. So it's kind of that same thought process. But when, when we talk about it, I think it makes a lot of sense that people all want to make sure they have enough money on a monthly basis. Well, one way to help give you yourselves a high probability is the second thing retirees want from their money. And that is they want to avoid large stock market losses and they never want to suffer through another 2000, 2001, 2002 loss again, or another 2007, 2008, 2009 type market crash again, or maybe a 2022, 2023, 2024 crash again that we could be in the midst of right now.
2: You know, you, you mentioned something very, very pertinent, Dan. Uh, we don't know when this market's going to stop being so volatile. Uh, we could have three different scenarios that happen this year. Number one, the first half of the year could be very, very volatile. The Feds lower interest rates in June and back off, and we have a, you know, we have a market uptick. The other scenarios is that we have the first half, the market kind of has a false bull market, and the Feds come out, they might lower interest rates, but we enter a recession, and we have a real volatile second half. The third scenario is that we have the same thing that happened last year, Dan. We have a continued volatile market for a time period that we have no way to diagnose at this point.
1: Well, if you think about history and you go back to 1929, when we have a bear market, a bear market is when the stock market goes down 20% or more, and we are in a bear market. When we have a bear market, it happens on average every five years, and the average loss is 39%. So if right now The S&P 500 for last year was down almost 20%, 19.64%. So we're down about one half of what the typical average bear market would do. So what's that telling everyone, even if you don't understand money, even if you don't understand finance, that we have probability-wise another half to go down, which means however much was lost last year, plan on losing that amount this year. So let's say you have a portfolio and you have a $2 million portfolio and you lost $400,000, which we've seen a lot of people come in that wanted us to give a second opinion that said, hey, what can I do now that I'm down 20%? and at that point, the first thing is don't lose another twenty yeah. percent. You know, right? That's the first thing. You know, they're always worried. Well, how do I get my twenty percent back? Well, that twenty percent was never yours. It was never yours. We always think it's ours, but you didn't cash it out. You didn't make any uh, moves to be more conservative. So that twenty percent is lost. It was never yours. So your two million wasn't yours. The one point six million is yours, but what if the $1.6 million goes down to $1.2 million? Now what do you do? Now there's probably minimal chance of recovery.
2: That's right. And if we, we get news feeds here every day uh, from economists, Nobel Prize winners, uh, people on Wall Street, really, really smart, smart people. And the majority of those folks right now are stating that we have a scenario where we could drop another 20 to 25% on the S&P. And we're in the first quarter. We're in January this year, Dan. So people that think uh, that the markets gonna come back very quickly or talking to the brokers and the brokers are telling them to stay in it, don't get out. Well, you just better make sure you're protecting your nest egg because the broker's the broker, right? The advisor's the advisor, but it's your money. You earned it, and you better be doing something to make sure you can uh, save that money so you'll have enough money for retirement.
1: Well, if you're driving around now, I want you to think about the S&P 500 dropping 19.64% last year, the Nasdaq dropping almost double that, almost 35%. And think about how many times over the course of your life you've been told, hang in there, ride it out, stay the course, you're in it for the long haul, don't worry, it's going to come back, it'll come back quick, and then you'll make a lot of money. Well, there's several points we want to look at there. One is, Jim and I always believe the stock market will recover. The problem is, how long did it take or will it take to recover? And did you need to use that asset for income? If you go back to the 2000 technology bubble and you look at the technology index inside the S&P 500, which means the technology companies, the largest technology companies inside the S&P 500, the stock market went down pretty much from uh, February 2000 through March 2003. Well, at that point, the market's down, the NASDAQ's down almost 70%. It took 17 years for the NASDAQ to recover. And everyone thinks, well, that's a long time. How about the Japanese stock market? It took 40 years for that to recover. When you look at the 08 financial crisis, banks, real estate, savings loans, et cetera, basically it went down about 53%. And then that took 12 years for the financial sector to recover, almost till 2020. So how in the heck can you recover and use your assets for income?
2: You know, Dan, we read, again, uh, lots of news feeds every day. Bank of America came out here last quarter, and they confirmed it again in January. They believe that we're going to have a decade of no return on the stock market. And they're not the only ones reporting this. There's other big national firms that are led by renowned economists that are saying the same thing. It doesn't mean that we're going to have a market where it just goes down or flat every year. What it means is that we will have an up uptick, and then we'll have a drop. We'll have an uptick, and then we'll have a drop. And then you'll look backward 10 years later, and you have made no money at all, and you've diluted your portfolio if you haven't structured it correctly because you've taken income out in retirement. So there are ways to solve that. We do this every day, right? Our job is we're, we're an income planning firm, And we're a risk mitigation firm. That's what we do here to make sure that if that does happen, that we have the ability to make sure our clients have income forever and forever and forever, and they still have the ability to make money in a bad market. The whole
1: big goal is to avoid those large losses. Because if you avoid the large losses, um, that's going to give you a higher probability then to use some of the assets to create guaranteed income, some of the assets to create a high probability of income, but it's to then reduce the losses. And what we find is consumers have been brainwashed that they do not have control over their money. They do not have control over the amount of risk that they're taking. And that's a bunch of bull. Every single person listening right now has the ability to have complete control over how much risk they're taking. Meaning, right now, if we had a 2008 financial crisis and the stock market goes down 53%, 53 53.1% like it did the S&P, We want to first find out how much would your current portfolio – and so many people think, oh, my portfolio wouldn't go down that much. The average risk when we run these analysis for the average person, even if they have a 60% stock, 40% bond portfolio, 70% stock, 30% bond portfolio, it's probably somewhere in a 45% risk level, meaning they better be prepared to lose 45%. They don't realize – that by simple reallocation and using some very, very powerful but simple strategies, they can reduce their risk to as low as 5%. So instead of losing 45%, how would you like to then look at your portfolio only only going down 5%, which is doable. You can control your portfolio. You just don't think you can
2: you know Dan a lot of people just don't understand what you just said uh, they don't understand that you can actually reduce the risk uh, they're either uh, managing the money themselves and or they have an advisor that's telling the advisor tell them to stay the course but look at what happened to your portfolio last year let's let's just say you're getting close to retired or you are retired and you have a portfolio made up of 60% equities and 40% bonds let's just take a Vanguard or Fidelity for portfolio that's kind of the that's kind of the retiree type of configuration those portfolios are down about 17 and a half% last year. The market was down 19. That's all stocks, right? S&P 500. But that 60-40 portfolio was down over 17%. So how did that work for them, Dan?
1: Well, for one thing, I don't think the clients understand that, what you just said. Because it's like, what the heck? I think they understand what Mm -hmm. if ultimately you could lose don't worry about understanding anything else what if right now if the market crashes you could lose 45 percent versus you can make changes right now and now that would drop your loss to five percent would you rather lose 45 or would you rather lose five and you have that control and everyone understands that I think the key is they don't believe it can happen but it happens on a daily basis simply by reallocating their assets in a way that focuses on risk reduction first and growth second
2: yeah you know you know we got some exciting things to talk about so stay tuned for the next segment of the
3: During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap.
4: Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, Co written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If
3: you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250 and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword
0: money. You are tuned in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. Well, today's show is covering
1: seven things retirees want from their money. And we covered the first two, which is they want to guarantee they won't run out of money. Second, they want to avoid large stock market losses and never go through painful times like 2008 again. So in this segment, let's talk about a couple things. Let's talk about how people want to increase their income, but they don't want to pay more tax. And they also want to understand and reduce the total fees they pay because they see some of them, but they know they're not seeing some of them. So why don't we start with then increasing their income? And then helping them understand that really they're not going to be in a
2: huge bad tax position, typically. Okay. Um, First of all, I think the consumer has to understand there's two forms of income distribution. One is income you're getting off your portfolio. And that's called maybe income. That income is not guaranteed. It will go up and down. Just look what happened last year. Uh, So there's no guarantee that income is going to be there. There's no guarantee it's going to be consistent. The second way of generating income is what is called guaranteed income or, or lifetime guaranteed income. And that's provided by an insurance carrier that guarantees your income will never run out. Even if you run out of money, they guarantee you contractually that you'll have income for life. So you have to understand, first of all, there are two different forms of income generation. Then what you have to decide is how do I develop a portfolio that gets me the income I need on a guaranteed basis, but gives me enough money to put in the marketplace so I have upside in the market. You can take uh, distributions off your money in the market, but again, That's not guaranteed. Well, I think
1: one of the big things, though, is when people are generating income, one of the things we're covering here that they want to do, they they want to find out about taxes. And ultimately, to generate income, whether it's guaranteed income or maybe income, they're still worried about taxes because they know they're going to pay it. So let's look at then what happens if someone had $100,000 of income, and we've, in many cases, increased their income up to $200,000 a year. Mm That's a lot, but they freak out about taxes. They don't realize, because no one's done an analysis for them, because of my tax background, we can do tax analysis, they're only going to be in an 18% effective tax bracket for federal and state in the wonderful state of California with our high taxes. That means they'll pay about 12% federal tax and about 6% state tax. Why would they ever worry about paying that low of tax on 200000 It's just they never knew it. And if you only give up 18% of your money, that means you get to keep 82% of every dollar you bring in during retirement. Now, how does that help someone?
2: That helps them a lot, but they don't understand it, Dan, because uh, the majority of major- brokers and advisors don't provide tax advice. They can't by law, but we can here because not only... um. Can you provide tax advice because of your tax background, we have another enrolled agent here that we can do this kind of stuff for our clients to make sure that we're providing you information that's meaningful so that you can comfortably say, I can retire and I understand this stuff.
1: Well, I think you just had a client where you did increase their income from, I think it was like 120000 to 200000 found out that they're only going to be an 18% bracket. They're going to keep 82% of their money, allowing them to travel and do all the things they want. How did they feel once they knew that they could literally almost double their income and not get killed with taxes?
2: Well, once they understand that, you're right. Uh, They kind of freak out when you double your income. Oh, my God, I'm worried about taxes. But once they understand how taxes really work, and in this example, they're only paying 18% in taxes. They can spend the rest of it. And they look at what they want to do in retirement. They want to travel. They want to remodel the house. They want to buy a car. They want to help their kids out with a a home. They can now do this. They, They can do these things they could never do before because they have the income do it. Well,
1: and one of the key things we always work on is we like to create as much income as we possibly can as long as taxes are going to be manageable. And we like to create plans that will give them excess monthly cash flow, meaning money above their budget. So if their budget is 8,000, we don't like them to have $8,000 of income. We like them to have 10,000 of net income after taxes, 12,000, 14,000. I'm creating a plan right now for clients. They're going to have $12,000 a month of net excess monthly cash flow. It sounds wild, but this is a client, um, they saved a decent amount of money. They saved about three, $4 million. They have a small pension, they have some rentals, and we're gonna create $400,000 of income for the rest of their life, and it's going to give them $12,000 more to spend per month after taxes than they need. Do they ever have to worry about anything?
2: No, never. But the thing, is, Dan, we have to educate the consumer. We have to educate the client that it's okay to spend your money. You know, if you're 60, 65, or 70, uh, look at the life expectancy chart, right? If you if you pass away at 85, and I don't want to be the doomsday uh, teller here, but, you know, we're going to die one day, say to yourself, okay, I have 15 to 25 years left on this planet. I've saved all this money for 40 years. What do I want to do with it? Do I want to enjoy life, travel, remodel the kitchen, help the kid buy a home? Or do you just want to look at it and worry about the market money going up and down all day long? What do you really want to do with your money?
1: And if you're a hoarder, go ahead and hoard it, but you're not going to have a happy life. Hopefully you learn to spend the money on these things that you've been planning on spending money on for the last 20, 30 years while you've been saving the money. How about the second one that we talked about, and that is how to understand the fees you're paying and then reduce them. Well, the first thing you have to do to understand your fees is get the fees you're currently paying in writing. How many clients out of 3,000 clients that we've reviewed have ever had the total fees they're paying in writing? None. Zero.
2: Zero. Absolutely none.
1: Zero. Nine. Which is just amazing. Yeah. Think about it. So they're paying these fees for years and they have nothing in writing. They might say, well, their advisor fees one percent or one and a half or two or two and a half percent, whatever it is, but they won't have all the fees they're paying. And when they find out they're paying two, three, or four percent in fees, it's a lot more than they thought. So the first thing to understand fees is to make sure you get it in writing. Um, We haven't found anyone that had that. Before we create a plan for anyone, we actually write down, give them in writing the total fees they're paying, the fees they see and the fees they don't see, which are the direct fees and the hidden fees, because then that allows them to feel comfortable knowing for the first time where they're at. And and in many cases, we can reduce the fees. Some cases, it's the same. Some cases, some of the plans we create, will have higher fees because it has higher benefits, but knowing what your fees are allow you to feel a lot more comfortable.
2: Yeah, you cannot, as a consumer, make an intelligent decision on how to invest your money unless you understand your fees. And I promise you, and we'll say this again, you do not understand your fees. We actually have to pay outside third-party companies to figure out your fees for you. We do that on your behalf. We don't charge you for it, but we have to understand what you're paying in fees now. And Dan, you made a comment there. You have direct fees, which is your advisor fee, right? And then you have indirect fees. If you have mutual funds or exchange-traded funds, none of those companies work for free. All of those fees come out of your portfolio off your statement before you get your statement. Month.
1: Well, and if you're worried about the fees you're paying and like to find out, we can do a fee audit for you. Listen to the offer coming up and stay tuned for the rest of the show.
3: During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap.
4: Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list, peak financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries
3: if you have five hundred thousand dollars or more saved up for retirement they're offering a free no obligation consultation to take advantage of this free offer simply dial pound 250 and when prompted say the keyword money dial pound 250 and say the keyword money
0: it's time to get back to the show once again here's jim files and dan ahmed on the peak financial freedom hour
1: Welcome back. Today, Jim, we are talking about the seven things retirees want for their money. We covered the first four, which is guarantee they won't run out of money for as long as they live, avoid large stock market losses, increase their income but not get killed with taxes, and understand and reduce their fees. Now let's look at the last three things they want. First is going to be to earn acceptable rates of return without taking excessive risk. They basically want to protect what they have. They'd like to know what they could potentially leave to the beneficiaries and they like to have a plan in writing. Those are the, the last three, which are very, very important things. Yeah, so why don't exactly. you start with the first one? Um they want to earn acceptable rates of return, of course, but they don't want to take excessive risk anymore because they have that thought process of protecting what they already have accumulated.
2: I don't believe you can do that, Dan, unless you deal with a firm that deals specifically with those features, right? We, you have to have a firm that not just going to invest your money, but their whole philosophy is risk mitigation. How do you reduce risk in a portfolio? Not how much you can earn, but how do you reduce the risk?
1: Well, we're kind of forced into that mode because all we work with are retirees and soon to
2: be retirees, which force us to take that position. It, it does, Dan, but, but the majority advisors or brokers brokerage companies, they work with older clients too, but they don't do it, right? They don't do it. They continue to invest your money like you were 40 years old or 30 years old. And at that age, not only do you have less money, you have a job, you can take more risk and you should take more risk. But
1: well, when you right, right now, they might be thinking, well, is that me? I don't think that's happening to me. Just think about how much you lost last year. If you lost 15, 20, 25 or 30% in your
2: portfolios last year overall you are in that position. You are, exactly, because you're going down with the stock market. So if, you're, if your portfolio drops with the stock market, you're in that position. Uh, you can't fix it. But again, and I'll, I'll reemphasize this, you have to deal with a firm that deals with risk mitigation. That's what we do here, Dan.
1: Well, think about the stock market. Since 2000, the S&P 500 is only up a little more than 4% per year. If you go back to 1996 and look at every 15-year time period in the S&P 500, the average rate of return is right at 5%. It's not 10 and 12% like you've been talked about. So we can get those same types of rates of return being very conservative hopefully reducing your risk by 70, 80, or 90% and still try to get those same types of returns. How about the second item? People, a lot of people want to know how much they can leave to the beneficiaries. They don't necessarily want to leave everything to the beneficiaries, but they want to use their assets for income that will provide them a really good lifestyle. And then they want to make sure whatever's left, and hopefully there's a decent amount left, is passed on to the beneficiaries.
2: Yeah, well, first of all, again, you have to deal with an income planning firm Uh, We actually do legacy analysis for every single client before they invest their money. But we have to divide the money up into different buckets, right? Uh, You have a cash bucket. You have a guaranteed income bucket. You have a portfolio bucket. You have your real estate. You may self-manage money. But we have to look at all those different ways of the the way the money is going to be invested and what asset classes you own to do an analysis so that we can conservatively determine how much you're likely going to leave to your beneficiaries on any given year for the rest of your life. Would that be helpful for you?
1: Well, And that's wonderful, because um, think about it. Um, I go back always to um, one of my mentors, Bob Asperity. He did Dick Cheney's estate planning. And Bob, for some reason, 30 plus years ago, took me under his wing and said, hey, um, I'll be your mentor. So I said, great. So he was one of the um, top estate planning attorneys in the United States, and one of the things he told me was people cannot think about their beneficiaries until they are satisfied that their own finances are going to be successful for the rest of their lives. So build them a retirement income plan that shows they will have enough money to spend. Once you do that, then you're able to help them see the benefit of estate planning, legacy planning, and that there can be money passed on to the beneficiaries. And when you think about it, it's, yeah. just, it's so simple. It is. It's so simple, yeah. and it's true because it's human nature.
2: Yeah, but, but think about about it. One of the biggest concerns if you have children is, you know, you want to leave money to your kids or your grandkids. At the same time, you understand that you've saved that money to support you in retirement to supplement your Social Security income. So how do you really do that? And what most people do is that say, okay, I'm going to take a percentage off my portfolio and hope there's enough money left over, or I'll start taking out X amount this year. If the market drops, I'll take no money out or a little money out. If the market goes up, I'll take more money out. That's not way, a way of designing an estate plan, Dan. It just doesn't work well.
1: Well, at that point, you're hoping that you're going to get lucky, and you're hoping you're going to get lucky for yourself and your kids, and you just can't do it that way. Uh, The third thing uh, in this segment, which is the seventh thing retirees want for their money, is they really want all the details of their entire plan for retirement in writing for the first time. Because right now, what's the only thing they get in writing?
2: Their statement. Their statements.
1: That's the only thing they get. And what do the statements tell them?
2: Nothing other than, you know, how their position, how much money they lost or made in a given month. And the common consumer didn't even understand how to read the statement, or they didn't open their statements. No,
1: they either go, they know it either goes up or down. And we get clients, people that want to work with us, say, hey, I want you to give us a second opinion, Dan and Jim. They bring literally the last years of statements and they've been unopened because they're afraid to look at what happened, especially when you have a market like 2022 because they know they've lost money. They want to stick their head in the sand and they don't want to know, well, The reason they don't want to know is they're afraid in their heart of a large loss. So what you have to do is you have to make sure you create a plan in writing that details how much risk you're taking so you don't continue to be afraid about opening your statements. You have to create a plan in writing that shows how much income you're going to get every year and from what sources that that income is going to flow from. You have to do a tax analysis to show how much tax you're going to pay and how much net monthly income you're going to have. You want to do a fee analysis in writing so you know how many fees you're paying. You want to do a legacy plan. Then you want to have all the details about your money in writing so you can finally understand your plan for the first time.
2: You know, if some of those things sound interesting to you, uh, stay tuned for the offer coming up and also look forward to seeing you on our next show.
3: During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap.
4: Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list, Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries.
3: If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250 and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money.